Joining me for a look at the equity scene is Roy Mutuni from Sunlam Investments. Roy, thanks so much for joining us today. Now, ahead of the U.S. preliminary GDP figures, we've had earnings season on that end pick up. We saw tech companies taking center stage this week. Mixed bag of results yesterday, Alphabet missing those estimates, while Microsoft's cloud business has been powering through. We're still awaiting Meta's numbers, which are coming out today. What have you made of um, earnings season so far, considering that it does give us somewhat of a sense of how the U.S. economy is performing? So, so, yeah, thanks for having me. So the thing about earnings season is, remember, it's earnings that drives share prices over the medium to longer term. So the trend line in earnings tells you exactly where share prices over time will go. And I think this earnings season is a particularly special one because this is the time when we're trying to shift from an inflation-focused macro mm. to a growth-focused macro. And the thing about it is, remember as well, that what companies do is they guide analysts. And, and, and they guide analysts to ensure that they either hit the number or they surprise a little. Mm -hmm. So with this earnings season, what you've seen is a whole mix. Big companies disappointing is not something you often see. Big companies disappointing on strong divisions is not something you often see. But that's what you just saw today with, um, with, with Alphabet and with a couple of others, just showing you that growth isn't that easy to come by and the exceptional growers like Microsoft will be well rewarded, whereas those that disappoint uh, will be hammered quite hard. The market is watching these results very closely and I must say that as so far it isn't as good as people expected. Do you think that analysts um, or companies rather are, try are starting to um, factor in the, the fact that interest rates will be higher for longer well without a doubt the ones that have debt on their balance sheets will see will see higher interest rate interest costs which impact or which impact earnings um, and the thing is for so long as interest rates remain this high that you'll see that impact and that impacts earnings growth so for sure you'll see a lot of narratives around that those that benefit are those ones that have a lot of cash in their balance sheets like all of these big the big seven have a lot of cash so the interest income is much higher and that supports earnings so i think you'll see in all of these results a lot of narratives around where companies have positioned themselves or where they find themselves at this point in the cycle with regards to either debt or cash on the balance sheet. Now, earnings season aside, China has announced um, more stimulus measures. And Roy, mm -hmm. this isn't the country's first attempt at um, trying mm -hmm. to shore up the economy. Just how much of a mm -hmm. market mover are, um, is this, this week's announcement? So, so if, if maybe I roll you back to the end of last year, when we all thought when they came out of this COVID, the self-imposed COVID lockdown, that they were going to have a big bang recovery and everything, we didn't see that. And this was the one country in the world that was actually heading towards deflation. So they're really trying to keep demand up. But they don't want to go the route that they did before, which was stimulate aggressively through infrastructure because they've done enough. They don't need any more bridges to nowhere. Um, and, and also they realize that they're highly, highly indebted and highly leveraged and you do have a problem in the primary, uh, in the primary residential market. So what they're, 
what I think they're doing right now is stimulating in certain critical areas, which will make a bit of a difference over the short to medium term, in trying to support the economy through this period of deflation to see if it can restart itself up moving. Um, the market hasn't been so impressed mm. with each one, but I think for an economy the size of China, what you what you should actually be keeping track of is a cumulative impact. Eventually, this ship will move. Let's shift focus now to local news. Bytes was out with interim results reporting double-digit profit growth. The group also mm -hmm. said it's best positioned to take advantage of that um, AI trend. Roy, is this a counter you follow? Um, not very closely. We do have an in-house analyst who does look at it, and he liked the result. Basically, mm -hmm. in his mind... The, the the result was ahead of his expectations and the head of, ahead of market expectations. They grew their dividend about 12.5%. Each metric, revenue, operating profit, and net profit, was ahead of expectations. So this is a business in, in very good shape. And like mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier on, they, they're, they're the biggest distributor of Microsoft products in in the UK. And as you saw, Microsoft's doing really well on the cloud side, mm -hmm. I mean, across the board for, from its product suite. So, so they're riding a pretty mighty wave. Mm -hmm. And I think shareholders in South Africa are benefiting from that. Life Healthcare also updated the market, warning of a decline in earnings. Mm -hmm. The issue here seems to be rising costs, right? So, so it's a it's a bit of a complicated update. Mm. Remember, they had this business called AMG that they that they're effectively selling. So, in the update, what they did was they include they included continuing earnings earnings as if AMG was still there, and then also there was a lot of costs associated with splitting out the AMG business. Mm -hmm. So, I think if you cut that through, because we as shareholders are interested in the continuing business, what what you find is that it wasn't actually such a bad result when you cut out all of these associated costs. It was soft for sure, but very comparable with what we saw with Netcare, who reported a couple of weeks ago. Effectively paid patient days pretty flat, margins slightly off, um, and, 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 revenue, and revenue flattish as well. So, so not particularly impressive, but um, I think the market really hammered them for, I think it was a complicated release. It will take a little bit of time to, to digest really hammered there it's down over five percent today and mm -hmm. um, that's not mm -hmm. your stock pick so what is your stock pick today uh roy so so i, I picked bidvest for today and, and there's a couple of reasons why because bidvest is seen as a proxy for the sa economy in reality it isn't it is a mix of businesses mm -hmm. trading and distribution and services businesses which i think should over time grow at gdp plus not G, not equal to gdp mm -hmm. they've got a solid international business that is quite defensive gives you rand hedge capable um rand hedge qualities and um, they generate a lot of cash paying out a solid dividend and over time should give you mid-teen earnings growth, which pretty much should translate to the share price. It's one of those shares that during times of turmoil such as this allow you to sleep well at night. Ah, that's one to watch. Thanks so much for your time and insights, Roy. That was Roy Mutoni from Sunlam Investments.